Greetings, greetings. This is Daniel Coates, aka Artisan Coates. We back again on God's glory. I got a message for y'all today. Um, it's titled Judas's Heart. Uh, yeah, this this is this a heavy one. Um, I encourage you. I challenge you to stick with me. Um, I believe that this message, uh, it, it contains something that you need for your walk in faith, um, your walk with God, and um, to receive Him in a deeper way. So um, I believe this is for anybody. Um, it should be for everybody who's continuing in the faith, who wants um, a deeper level of intimacy and um, a deeper level of community with God, uh, the triune, really, God, the Holy Spirit, and Christ the Son, and God the Father. So, um, it's currently four in the morning on my end, even though, like, when I release this, it'll probably be, you know, later in time, but I just, I just tell you it's 4 a.m. to give you a little bit of transparency, um, where the spirit has me at right now and um i was gonna wait till the morning to actually record this episode but i i felt convicted to do it right now so yes we are currently up at 4 a.m but before we get to the message let's pray in father we thank you um i thank you for just the ability to share your word the ability to be chosen by you. Thank you for gracing me the ability to convey your word. My Father, I just pray that you'll open the ears, give us ears to hear, give us eyes to see, give us an open heart and an open mentality to receive you in the fullness thereof. Father, um, let this message get to anybody it needs to get to. You do what you want to do with it. Me aside, you do what you want to do with it. Let your omnipresence and your omnipotence be shown and known um, so that it may speak to any and everybody, that you may show them that you can teach them through any and everything. Father, we thank you. Um, we thank you. We just thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, in Yahshua Christ's name we pray, amen. So yes, the heart of Judas, and I mean Judas uh, Iscarot, or however you say it, the one who betrayed Jesus. Um, let me start it off with a scripture. Let me start it off with a scripture. John chapter 13 verse 2 John chapter 13 verse 2 I'm turning to it in my Bible Get you a Bible people Now before the feast of Passover When Jesus knew that his hour had come To depart out of this world to the Father Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. 
during supper when the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. I want to stop right there and I'm going to say it again because this is the part I want to um, expand on. During supper, when the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Um, I want to stop right there because a lot of us, we look at Judas as this this like this unbelievable character like how can somebody walk with Jesus that long and 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 betray him and do all this other stuff and we detach ourselves from the heart of Judas but how many of us have played the role of Judas in our actual walks with God you like bro I ain't never gave Jesus up like he ain't even for real he ain't even <laughs> But this is what I'm saying, but like, how many of us, when we made up our mind to do a certain thing, have turned away from God in those actions? Or how many of us, when we make up our mind to do a certain thing, can be turned away from that action? To put it in proper context for you, how many of us, when we already decided that we gonna go out with the boys and do whatever we doing that ain't holy. If God came to you in that hour when you was about to leave the house, when you had already made up your mind to leave the house, would you stay at home? Like when your boy is outside honking like, let's go, would you, would you stay at home? When your mind is already made up to do something, when that website is already on your phone and you're about to masturbate or watch porn or do whatever you want to do uh, as far as lust if God came to you in that hour and like son put put down put down that phone when you had already made up your mind you was about to go to work <laughs> I'm sorry when you was for real though when you had already made up your mind like you was already about to do what you want to do can God come to you in that hour and stop you When them, when them blunts being rolled up or whatever them drugs is being passed around and you already dead and you already made up your mind that you about to partake, can God come to you in that very moment and be like, son, nah, this, this ain't it, don't do that. When that bottle being passed around, the shots being taken and you already made up your mind that oh yeah we about to get lit tonight if God came to you in that hour <laughs> and said son nah that I need you to not do that would you listen if you already set that mission up with with that with, with, uh, with old girl or old boy and the moves already made and you in the car and you on the way there he or she like yeah come on over or I'm coming over and God like nah I don't I don't need you to have sex with that person or I don't need you to go chill with that person would you 
submit. And a lot of us and a lot of us disconnect ourselves from the personality and the heart of Judas when in actuality how how many of us can be stopped when we when we have already made the decision to do what we want to do. How many of us? It said that Judas was. Uh, it said that he kept the. He he was in charge of the of the uh, of the money in in the wallet. You feel what I'm saying of the movement of Christ. You feel me? So what he really idolized was what he held in in high regard was the money. That's what he wanted was the money. It said that even when um. Who was it? Mary or Martha who anointed the feet of Jesus and poured the uh and poured the oil on his feet and then um wiped it with her hair. Judas was the one who spoke up and like, why didn't you why didn't you sell this? You feel what I'm saying? And then and then get back to the poor. But he didn't say it because he wanted to get back to the poor. He said it because he was in love with that money. And so all in all, Judas held in higher regard money than Jesus. And that's the heart of Judas, a heart of idolatry. But how many of us, how many of us in moments have chosen things over a walk with God. And so many of us look at the story of Judas as a such direct um, rejection of, of, of God. But how many of us indirectly reject Christ? Like how many of us like. How many of us reject the walk of or life of holiness and consecration to be set apart and to be holy and to be pure for a sad thing in a sad moment? How many of us, real talk, real talk, I seen this saying that said, um, you don't want to, you don't want to. You don't want to die. You don't want to die in deceit. I'm going to see if I can pull it up on my phone. Hold up. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, I can. It said this. It said. And it go out to a scripture, too. It said. Uh, they will argue their case with God based upon what they believed and empirical uh, based on what they believed uh, is empirical evidence. Did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? Someone sold them on the idea that the supernatural is the defining proof of God's acceptance. Who? Did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many works and do many works in your name? And he will say, depart from me, for I never knew you, you worker of iniquity. 
they believed empirical evidence as proof. Do you want to die deceived? I want to share with you guys a scripture. Yes, scripture. Scripture is good. It gives you context. It gives you context. First of all, I want to, because this, this scripture came back up, and I want to give you guys the, um, I want to give you guys the scripture where it's at. So, the scripture I just said was Matthew chapter 7, 21, verse 23. That day many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Judas was among the disciples sent out. When Jesus sent the 72 disciples out, he also sent the 12 out. And they came back saying, Lord, matter of fact, because I, I ain't even about to play with you. Let me show you. <laughs> Is it in, uh, me give me a little bit, y'all. I'm trying to find it. I'm going to read to you this and then I'm going to read to you um, another one. But this is Luke chapter 9. Jesus sends out the 12 apostles and he, called the tw and he called the 12 together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. And he said to them, take nothing for your journey, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money. And, uh, and do not have two tunics and whatever house you enter, stay there from their depart. And wherever uh, they do not receive you, uh, when you leave that town, shake off the dust from your feet as a testimony against them. And they departed and went through the villages, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Jesus was among that twelve. I mean, Judas was, was among that twelve. The one who betrayed Jesus, who idolized money and held in higher regard money than Jesus. 
He was among those 12 who Jesus gave the power to heal diseases, cast out demons. He was among the 12 um, whom, whom he gave authority to. You feel what I'm saying? So sometimes <laughs> the, 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 the real the real fruits may not be the real fruits may not be the uh, the the prophesying and the casting out of demons and 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 in the in the big works that you see those those are definitely um those are definitely gifts and uh, manifestations from the fruits but the fruits of the spirit remain the same. Let me give you the fruits of the spirit. joy, peace, patience, self-control. Um, hold on, I'm looking it up. Because I want to I want to give you all of them. I don't want to lead you astray. Love, joy, peace, um, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, Meekness, temperance. See, that's the King James Version. <laughs> Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. These are the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Those are the fruits of the Spirit. And it's usually a lack of one of these things that call idolatry, that um, that bring idolatry into our lives. The lack of self-control. You feel what I'm saying? The lack of self-control to where it could be pertaining to lust. It could be pertaining to uh, drugs, alcohol, whatever. And that's, that's where the idolatry come in, the lack of faithfulness. You feel what I'm saying? That's where the worry and the fear and um, the anxiety comes in. And yes, worry, fear, and anxiety can also be idols. You can idolize worry, fear, and anxiety. Idolatry is whatever you hold in higher regard than God. You feel what I'm saying? The, the lack of gentleness. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, that, that, could be, that could be anger or... Or aggression, you feel what I'm saying, or slanderous activity, the lack, the lack of goodness, uh, the lack of kindness, uh, of patience, you feel what I'm saying, the lack of peace, the lack of joy, the lack of love, all these things, you feel what I'm saying, is opposition, you feel what I'm saying, can lead you to um, not only to sin, but when you hold it in higher regard than the things of the Lord, it can it can lead you to idolatry. But I want to give you uh, another 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 scripture. Oh, I just passed over this though. Um, 
I just passed over this since I was talking about anxiety. He said to his disciples, and this going to free somebody. He said to his disciples, therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, nor your body, what you will put on. For your life is more than food and your body more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouses nor barn. And yet the Lord, yet the Lord God feeds them of how much more value are you than the birds exclamation mark of which you by being anxious can add a single hour to his to his span of life if you then are not able to do as small a thing as that why are you anxious about the rest consider the lilies how they grow they neither toil nor spin yet i tell you even solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these but if god so clothes the grass which is alive in the field today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven how much more will he clothe you oh you of little faith oh you of little faith oh you of little faith Mm. And do not seek what you are to eat or what you are to drink, nor be worried for all the nations of the world seek after these things and your, and your father knows that you need them. Instead, seek his kingdom and these things will be added to you. Again, the... He's speaking to our idolatry. You find what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's laced within the text. For all the nations of the world seek after these things. And your, and your father knows that he knows what you need. Instead, seek his kingdom and these things will be added to you. Fear not, little flock. For it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the needy. Provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old now he's speaking to judas right here <laughs> he's speaking to judas right here provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old because judas was in charge of the money bag you feel what i'm saying he said provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail where no three where no thief approaches and no moth destroys for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Wow. Mm. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Again, he's constantly speaking to idolatry throughout these scriptures. You feel what I'm saying? And I ain't even and I ain't even got to the scripture that I was originally supposed to give to you. Um <laughs> These just things along the way. Mm. Come on now. Come on now. What you will pick up along the way. If you walk with the Lord, there's a way more value. There's a way more value. You see in a you see in a journey of eternity, 
A journey of eternity isn't destination focus, but it's about what you pick up along the way. Come on. Come on. If we living for eternity, if we really if we really standing on what we believe in, if we walking in faith, then we should have e e eternity based mindset, eternity based perception. You feel what I'm saying? So the walk of eternity is everlasting to everlasting. Not just everlasting, but everlasting to everlasting. You feel what I'm saying? So none of us should be focused on a, even a destination on this earth. Because it's everlasting to everlasting. We shouldn't be so destination based. I think that's what causes like a lot of fear and anxiety and a lot of, oh, I got to rush and do this. or I got to rush and do that. And you hold in higher regard the world's timing concept rather than God's perfect timing. Mm, what you will pick up along the way. I wasn't even supposed to take it down. I'm still looking for the I'm still looking for the, the description to support the last statement I said. Um Yeah, I can't find it. Maybe I was just supposed to give you that. I ain't gonna force it, Lord. If I don't need to share it, I ain't gonna share it. <laughs> mm -hmm, I ain't gonna force it. Let me go through... Uh... Let me go through this one more time. Yeah, I can't find it, but y'all get the point. What I'm saying is that a lot of us are more like Judas in our ways than we think. Probably not in regards to money, but in regards to keeping it holy. You feel what I'm saying? In regards to a life of sobriety. Um, in regards of a life of abstinence, in regards of a life to um, purity, you feel what I'm saying? In regards of a life to peace and faithfulness, you feel what I'm saying? I challenge us all today to, to, to see how we're idolizing God. You feel what I'm saying? I challenge us all today to... To check within our hearts where we are idolizing the Father. And I just want to give to you guys a few scriptures before we close out today. Because um, I ain't got to none of the scriptures that I, <laughs> that I, that I originally uh, wrote down, but... Let's go to Isaiah chapter 44, 
verse 9. Isaiah chapter 44, verse 9. And it's titled, The Folly of Idolatry. All who fashions idols, all who fashion idols are nothing, and the things they delight in do not profit. How is the things that you delight in profitable? I just want to impart that to you today. How are the things that you delight in profitable for your walk with God and for kingdom expansion? Their witnesses neither see nor know that they may be put to shame. Who fashions a God or casts an idol that it is profitable for nothing? Behold, all his companions shall be put to shame, and the craftsmen are only human. Mm. And the craftsmen are only human. I don't think I need to read the rest right there. And the craftsmen are only human. The things that you... <laughs> the things that we idolize that we hold in higher regard than God are man-made. They are man-made. Literally, every everything that we hold in higher regard than God that we idolize are man-made. So we basically holding ourselves and our ways in higher regard than than God. I mean, yeah, that's me saying the same thing, but that's for real what it is. And for real, um, for real, um, we got to ask ourselves, like, Because a lot of times when you set your mind to do something, it's like we push the will of God and the voice of God to the back of our heads. You feel what I'm saying? And we end up in this paradox to where we end up in this paradox to where we want to do what we want to do in clear conscience. You feel what I'm saying? But after we do it, if you if. You really walking with God. After we do it, it's like you got a guilty conscience anyway. So why are you doing what you're doing that's gonna bring you a guilty conscience? You 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 want to get some enjoyment out of it, and so you turn away. That's what you're doing. You're turning away. You're blocking the voice of God and the Holy Spirit. And that's what happened to Judas. You feel what I'm saying? Like he had already decided he wanted to do what he was going to do. And Jesus was literally right in front of him. Like <laughs> he was right in front of him. Like, yo, like washing his feet and everything. And Judas was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still get to this bad though. <laughs> like, Yo, Jesus just got done washing his feet and a little bit later he said, go ahead and do what you, go ahead and do, go ahead and do what you want to do. And, and Judas left out and right after he got his feet washed and ate with Jesus, 
he went out to betray him. How many of us, right at right after we we encounter the Lord, right after He serves us, really, you feel what I'm saying? He serves us. We go out whether it's on Sunday, you you encounter the Lord, or throughout the week, and then right after that, you go out and and do your own thing. That's that's the heart of Judas, though. That is like if we keep if we keeping it like a hundred, that's a heart with Judas. That's a heart of Judas. The heart of Judas is only um, a heart of idolatry, holding something in higher regard than Christ. I don't think I need, even need to read the rest, the rest of that, but. <laughs> But in actuality, for real, like when when your mind and your heart is already set up to do something, it's very hard. You feel what I'm saying? To want to listen to an opposing will. And um, a lot of the times, those, the things that cause us to turn away from God are the things that we ask God to remove from us, whether that's lust, uh, uh, you know, pornography, masturbation, sexual immorality, um, uh, fear, anxiety, worry, um, comparison, slander, um, all these things that take us away from God, we ask God to remove from us. But what if, what if, what if God's point of entry is different from your desire, from your desired point of entry? What if the way that God wants to enter into that issue, into that situation and be with you in that thing is different than what you expected him or what you intended him or what you desire him how you desire him to enter in through that situation what if the way God's what if the way that God wants to enter into that situation is at the point where you perceive there's no point of return I had to let that sit for a little bit because what if God's point of entry <laughs> is when you already got the website pulled up in the midst that you about to press play or why it's playing God like, nah, turn that off. Go watch that sermon or pick up this word or pray to me. Put it down now and talk to me. You know, a lot of us, we, we want deeper intimacy and deeper relationship 
with God and we want a deeper encounter with the Holy Spirit. And those things aren't aren't wrong to want. You should want that. You feel what I'm saying? But the way it comes. Mm, the way it comes. It comes in a way that we don't expect. It comes in a way that's uncomfortable. It comes like a thief in the night. At an unexpected hour and an unexpected time. When we have already made up our mind to do. Mm. I picture it as you, you have a good friend or you want a wife. And then it comes a time where you have to bear yourself vulnerable before that friend or that wife for true intimacy. The more you hide, the more you lack intimacy. The more you push away, the more you lack intimacy. And a lot of people in relationships, they withhold a part of themselves within the relationship for a, for a sense of security but they sacrifice intimacy. Mm. They don't want to give all of themselves in that marriage or that relationship, but sacrifice intimacy in turn. And that's what we're doing with God. We don't want to give all of ourselves. We want to save a little piece for us, for the world, for the boys. And in turn, we sacrifice intimacy with the Father. We don't want to give that time when when we have already made up our minds and we're about to do what we set our minds to do, we don't we don't want to give that moment when we have already made up. We don't want to give that moment to God and in turn we sacrifice intimacy. What if God's point of entry is different than what you expected. Mm, I felt that. Bless me. Mm. It's the same when I was doing some research that I wrote down and it says that the root of sin is failure to value God above all things. Mm. The root of sin is failure to value God above all things. It's crazy because I just read that. We we just read that when you put God first, all these things will be provided. But the root of sin is for you to value God above all things. 
So all things will be provided if you put God first, but failure to value God above all things is the root of sin. Mm. What if God's point of entry is different than what you desire, than what you expected? Let's go to Galatians chapter 4. Verse 8. Galatians. Galatians chapter 4 verse 8. Paul's concern for the Galatians. That's what it's titled. Formerly, when you did not know God, you were enslaved to those that by nature are not gods. But now that you have come to know God, or rather to be known by God, how can you turn back again to the weak and worthless elementary principles of the world? Can we stop right there? But now that you have come to know God, or rather be known by God, how can you turn back again to weak and worthless elementary principles of the world and it's followed by a question whose slaves do you want to be once more whose slaves you want to be once more how many of us are still are still enslaved to elementary elementary principles of this world how many of us still compare ourselves as the world compares its own, even though we're not of this world anymore? How many of us keep a foot in the world and keep a foot in the faith? Listen here. As long as you remain around things of this world, have relationships connected to this world, um... You will always have to keep a foot in the world to relate to it. What has proximity to you right now that's keeping you in the world? That's keeping that foot in the world? Not saying that all relationships you need to do away with that's um that's worldly because because um sometimes God calls you to stay uh to be in the lives of some people because their only experience with God is through you. But that's something that you need to 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 seek the the Holy Spirit about and seek God about. You feel what I'm saying? Which of those relationships, um are seasonal or, or, or for a lifetime. Mm. You observe days, months, and seasons and years. I'm afraid I may have labored over you in vain. 
Oh my goodness. This is Paul speaking to the Galatians. He said, I'm afraid I, I may have labored over you in vain. I don't, I don't, I don't want God to put all this, put all this work into me and, and do all this and, and it be in vain. You feel what I'm saying? I, I come before him and he be like, depart from me, you worker of inequity. I never knew you. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to come face to face before the Lord and, and he be like this, but I have to ask myself these questions. You feel what I'm saying? Because we can be deceived. We can, we can think that we're walking with God and that we're walking with the Lord and in actuality, we now have intimacy with the Father. We can think that we're guided by the Holy Spirit or we have the Holy Spirit within us and we don't. The enemy is a deceiver and he, and he, and he tricks a lot of people. I don't want to come at the come before the pearly gates and everything has been a lie and I have to live in that lie for eternity. It sounds tragic, but these are things that I really ask myself. These are things that keep that keep me on the swivel, that keep me looking around and never think I'm too good enough to not be checked. Never thinking I'm too good enough to not search my heart for deceit or sin or pride and this should be any any believer you should humble yourself before God and he will exalt you we don't exalt ourselves God is the exalter this should be the mindset of anybody who walks in the faith you should check yourself in these ways because a lot, a lot of us think because of because of our encounters with God, whether they was true or not, because of our encounters with God, because of the length and the, and the time that we've been walking with God, we think that we're, we're above certain things and we think that we're above, we're above reproach. You feel what I'm saying? That we're above being checked and, certain, and, and searching ourselves and checking ourselves and even being checked by um even being checked by others of course in love because you ain't about to disrespect me and, and I don't condone the disrespecting of anybody but a lot of us think that we're above we're above that. I don't wanna come to the end of my life and he'd be like, you know, you started off good or that one point I, I I thought I seen something like I thought I seen something like you, but then like I ain't really see you again after that. You know what I mean? Like you 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 came to me a few times, you know, and we had some good moments, but we won't really we won't we we won't really boys like that. We won't really cool like that. I don't want God to come and be like that. You feel me? And, and you got to check yourself to see, like, is it real? And not only is it real, but you got to do that all the time so, so it remain real. 
Don't ever set yourself above being checked or reproached. I think I don't think I need to read the rest of that chapter. Um, I I got I got a I got a I got a few more with me. Stick with me. Um, Romans chapter one verse twenty one. Chapter 4, verse 8. Oh no, I just went to that. My fault. Romans chapter 1, verse 21. We shall walk, walk by faith. We shall love. Love and grace, we shall be yours in faith. We shall love, love and grace. We shall walk, walk by faith. All right, Romans 1, chapter 21. I want to start um, Okay I'm going to start from verse 20 For his invisible attributes Namely his eternal power and divine nature Have already been clearly perceived Ever since the creation of the world And the things that have been made So they are without excuse Can I just stop right there? Um Let me let me start from the beginning. Let me start from verse 18. Romans chapter 1 verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. Mm. Unrighteousness suppressing the truth. How many of us do that? Suppress the voice of God and the will of God. In turn, committing in a righteous act. For what can be known about for what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world. Mm, they saying it right here. Sheesh. And the things that have been made, so are they with so they are without excuse. 
For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. But they became futile in their thinking, futile meaning um, meaningless, in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of their mortal God for images resembling mortal man and the birds and the animals and creeping things. Therefore, God gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity. To the, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than rather they worship and serve the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever mm. I feel like I need to read that again for although they knew God they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking. I, I encourage you to look up the word futile, F-U-T-I-L-E. They became futile in their thinking. Their foolish hearts were darkened, were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of their mortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things therefore god gave them up to the therefore i had to run that back therefore god gave them up to the lust of their hearts to impurity to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves because they exchanged the truth about god for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator who was blessed forever. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonoring passions. Dishonorable. Uh, for this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions. For their woman exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their, for their error. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do. I, I encourage you to look up debased. D-E-B-A-S-E-D. -E -E I encourage you to look up that definition. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to their to a debased mind to do what they ought to to do what ought to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetedness. Uh, again, I encourage you to look up covetedness. Um, that's that's the word that we occurs in in the Bible. C o v e t o u s n e s s. Covetedness. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetedness, and malice. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, inventors of evil, inventors of evil. Oh my goodness, evil is invented. Inventors of evil. Disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, Heartless, ruthless, though they know God, uh, they, though they know God's righteous decree, 
that those who practice such things deserve to die. Though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve, deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. Wow. Wow. I encourage you to read <laughs> Romans chapter 1 because it will yeah it's one of them joints that that really check everything in you but we have to humble ourselves when we come before the Lord you feel what I'm saying like we have to humble ourselves we have to When we come before this word, we have to humble ourselves. We do. I want to show you uh, Timothy chapter 3. Timothy chapter 3. Timothy chapter 3. Hold up. Timothy chapter 3. Hey, Timothy. Second Timothy chapter 3, right? Yes. Second Timothy chapter three verses one through nine, but you can read the whole thing. But understand this, that in the last days, there will come times of difficulty for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, Disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Let me stop right there. Having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Mm. Having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. How many people in this world are fake spiritual or, or, or real spiritual but not influenced by the Holy Spirit they influenced by spirits but not but not the Holy Spirit how many people in this world have the appearance of godliness but deny God the Father deny Christ the Son it says, whoever denies Christ the Son denies the Father. Whoever denies the Son denies the Father. Whoever denies the Son denies the Father. How many of us have the appearance of godliness but deny the Father? How many of us have the appearance of godliness but deny the Holy Spirit, which prompts us to do certain things at certain moments? And the Holy Spirit is only a, 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 a communicator, a, 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 um a connection between us and Christ the Son, which is a connection to Christ the Father. You see, the Holy Spirit doesn't speak on its own, but it only speaks as it is told, just as Jesus did on this earth. So how many of us are denying 
what is prompted, the words prompted through the Holy Spirit. In turn denying Christ the Son, which is in turn denying Christ the Father. How many of us are denying God behind closed doors or in public? In, 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 the, in the moment for our own ways In exchange for our own ways We deny God's power But have an image Of holiness Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 3 says, Avoid such people, for among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women, burdened with sins and led astray by various passions, always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. Mm. Always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. Just as Janus and, J uh, and Jabrez, or Jambres, whatever, however you say it, opposed Moses. Now, uh, Janice and Jan Breeze, I did some research into this, so they're not actually mentioned um, in the Bible, but it's believed that Janice and Jan Breeze, they were actually the the magicians um, during the time of Moses, who opposed Moses. So, you know, when Moses um, was showcasing the signs of God, they were the people who, um, you know, when he threw down a staff and um, it turned into a snake. They were the people who copied that. When Moses turned water into blood, they were people who copied that. They were, they were considered respected magicians um, by the Pharaoh, and they were the people who directly opposed Moses and the works of God by trying to imitate them. So yes, they were those magicians. It's 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 believed so, um, but yes. Just as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses, so these men also uh, opposed the truth. Men corrupted in mind and disqualified regarding the faith. But they would not get very far, for their folly would be plain to all, as was that of those two men. <sighs> as we wrap up today, I just impart to you these scriptures. I suggest you do your own research into everything I told you to get more context, um, to get more, uh, yeah, to get more context into it. Um, I just challenge you today um, to take a look at your own hearts, your own mentalities, and um, check yourself. Check yourself. Either way, you're gonna be checked, whether it's in public or private. But I recommend you do, you check yourself in private. And um, ask yourself: Do I have a heart of Judas? Do I have a mind of Judas? Do I have ways of Judas? You know, we're not that far from Judas than we think. You feel what I'm saying? Even though it wasn't, even though we don't, you know, we didn't. We don't ultimately deliver Christ on the cross, but how many of us are disregarding his his um sacrifice on the cross or perverting his grace 
you know, made possible by the cross, how many of us are denying him in in those in those intricate moments when when we already have our mind made up to do something that um opposes the will of God for our lives. Um and it's hard, man, like it's hard like turning back, like that's why like when I when I when I read that, um it's kinda like, oh, like I I get you, Judas. Like I get where you coming from. Like I ain't about to. I ain't about to. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't Judas, but I'm saying like I get where I get where you coming from because even in some of my ways, I still can regard my way or prefer my way over God's will for my life. And I think a lot of us are there. We we prefer our ways or. In those moments, um, in those moments, we can hold our ways in higher regard than God, and doing that is idolatry. Anything that you hold in higher regard than God is idolatry. Fear, worry, um, your own way, lust—it's idolatry. You feel what I'm saying? And by doing that, you're sacrificing intimacy with the Father. You want to become more intimate with the Father? It's by laying down those idols. It's by laying down those ways and checking your heart to see if I have a heart of Judas. And one of the most intimate moments with the Father, and I and I and I and I leave out on this note. When Jesus got down, took off his outer garment, got down, and washed the disciples' feet. In that moment, what was on Judas' mind is, I'm going to betray you. What was on Judas' mind is money, not the action. I believe that if Judas... Man, if he could if he could have saw clearly in that moment what Jesus was doing, like wow, this this man who is who is Lord and God, he He's serving me in such a way where he's washing the most the lowest part of my body. Ain't nothing lower than the feet. And he's serving. He's serving me in this way. But he couldn't see the intimacy in that moment. Because the idolatry in his heart. So yeah, that's how God checked me this morning. <laughs> that's, where, that's where he had me at. Um, but being checked is good. You feel what I'm saying? He said God, it says that God reproves those whom He loves. He uh, he he disciplines those whom He loves. So yeah, if you're given the ability to see these things, if you if you given the ability, if you're graced to be convicted, because I believe conviction is grace. Um, yes. Uh, don't feel bad about that. Feel great about that because you don't get to die in that deceit. 
You feel what I'm saying? You don't get to die feeling good about bad things. Feeling good about doing bad things. And so, um, yeah, I impart that to you. The heart of Judas. Let's pray out. Um, you always want to pray out. Father, I thank you for all the people who stuck through this message. Um, stuck through the music cutting off. Stuck through, um, stuck through the word. Stuck through me trying to find scriptures. I thank you, Father, for patience. Um, that's one of your fruits of the Spirit. But I thank you for open ears and open eyes and open hearts and open minds to receive you in fullness. Um, again, let this let this impact whomever and whomever it, it, it has impacted, whomever hearts uh, it has settled in God, um, don't allow it to end there. Don't allow it to end at just um, the impact at just the uh, receptiveness uh, allow allow them to do deeper work into this and allow, allow this to be a lifestyle where where you can check us in these ways and we can and, and we can examine ourselves in these ways and truth you know and, and 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 give us and give us the eyes to see that though we are imperfect though our hearts and our minds are imperfect with what with with, with whatever we may find don't allow us to be um, discouraged. Allow us to see that. Allow us to see your love in that, and that you still chose us. You still chose us, regardless of all this. So I thank you, God, um, for all the people who's watching. Bless all of our lives. Allow us to see that the blessing is isn't always materially, but what you do inside of us, what you do inside of me. Um, I thank you in advance for what you're going to do. Thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name we pray. In Yahshua Christ's name we pray. Amen. Man, I thank y'all for sticking with me. Um, I encourage y'all to read Psalms 139 along with the other scriptures. Because it was something that I said in my prayer that um, a lot of times we can become discouraged by um, just the things we find when we search ourselves in truth. You know, and it says that the heart is deceitful above all things. You feel me? So you're going to find some things when you search yourself in truth. You feel what I'm saying? When you search your mind, your heart in truth. But don't but don't be overcome by discouragement. Be overcome by love because he still chose you regardless of these things. So I think that's a beautiful thing that he, he, saw, he saw me in truth and he still chose me. And so you should see yourself in truth as well and still choose. You feel what I'm saying? Still choose love. Uh, so, yes, I thank you guys for sticking with me. Again, this is Artisan Coats, and this is God's glory. Love.